and two, ghetto and godly. Yo, 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 yo. Oh, you hit us with the oh, yo. What's up, what's up, what's up? <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. Oh, okay. We good? Okay. You guys are now tuned in to Ghetto and Godly. It's Ghetto and Godly. Ghetto, Ghetto and Godly Monday. Welcome hey. back. What's up? What's up? We got some some royalty in the house. We got some people. What's we gonna get? We gonna introduce them in a second. We got some housekeeping to do real quick before mm-hmm. we forget because you know we done, we done forgot something or two. Um, well. Welcome to Ghetto and Godly. We are Ghetto and Godly. Yes, this is really a space for us to acknowledge, you know, we don't have to code switch here. We don't have to put on a mask. We we just show up as we are and we we are not one or the other. We are both both. <laughs> we are both both. We are both both. Absolutely. So this is definitely a space for us um, to be un- unapologetically ourselves. And I think, you know, this week's topic, we're talking about she got her own insecurities. Yes. And I think it's only right for us to be, you know, enter this conversation with some vulnerability and some laughter, of course, because I know there's going to be many laughs coming. Yeah, because uh, y'all know my favorite show is back out, which is Insecure. Insecure. I'm sorry, this is solo tea. I didn't even, we didn't even get there. I'm Auntie Mimi. Yep. Mm-hmm. And this week's episode, we're just gonna <laughs> rewind this all the way back. Okay, this week's episode of Ghetto and Godly is brought to you by the Solar System, the queen of wardrobe and confidence engineering. Hey, yes. hey. so yours truly, yours is truly. sponsoring oh, this episode. Yes, I okay. am. <laughs> Yes, I love it. I think when you know one thing I wanted to mention is we have some some dope events coming up this week. I think you know I'm really excited for us to kind of be more into the community, um, and and doing what we love. And so we have I'm uh, co-hosting a sip and shop this um, this Saturday from two to hey. six p.m. at the Alter Ego Boutique. So a Ego Boutique um, that on Instagram. Make sure you follow. We'll make sure to put some details up later today. But it's really just about coming in, having yes. fun. The one thing that I love it's my favorite boutique in in Las Vegas. And one thing that I love about it is it it serves a variety of women in their sizes so we go that the shop goes from extra small to 3x um so there's no excuses why y'all can't be coming in if you are beyond a 3x come down so we can figure something out too so i'll be doing some free uh styling and consulting down there and we'll have some wine you know a little cheese platter you know come here for the wine and the cheese (laughs) (laughs) and the shopping too maybe you got shop and the shopping okay just making sure just make come support come support And then on Sunday, Sunday, what we got? What we got going on, Mimi? Sunday, we have our first free community workshop. It's called "She Got Her Own Confidence." Yes, yes. And we are hosting that at the the Water Bar Lounge in Henderson. If you guys have not been to this lounge, oh my goodness, such a beautiful space, so dope, such so dope. Y'all are in for a treat. We've already had so many people uh, RSVP and and get their tickets, and you know there's still room for more. So you guys, this is an event. This is really an event. If you have some, you know, some teenage girls I, i'm not sure about little kids yeah um not this go around but if you have teenage girls you know around 18 14 age 14 and up uh please bring them too you know yes, make sure you go to the, the link ladies. in our uh our bio at God, ghetto and godly uh it's also available on facebook and instagram uh mm-hmm. to rsvp it's really going to be an interactive workshop i'm not we're not going to talk at you we're going to have do what we do on air yes. as well as you know do some activity that's really going to help break down you know where confidence comes from uh your accomplishments what you need to celebrate and everything else so um, don't miss that. That's from five to seven on. Be Sunday. there or be a square. Oh, okay. <laughs> so corny, baby. <laughs> so corny. I am. <laughs> Get on Godly up. Um, but yeah, so we have all that going on. And then we, of course, uh, last week we introduced a few of our segments. So we're still going to jump into that. Yes. Um, and before we get a little messy with Mimi, let's introduce <laughs> our guest this week. So we have some, some. I, I just I just love the two of them. I don't, I don't get to see them often. But when I do, I ran into them on Saturday. I was like, you know what? Y'all don't. Y'all so don't. Come through. Come through, please. Come through. Uh, so we have Mermaid Briar, adventurer lover of teaching and everything fashionable. Every time I see her, she is just so darn cute. Oh, cute. Just so darn cute. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Risky Radio, so we can't curse. Sometimes I'll be trying to filter myself out. She's so damn cute, okay? <laughs> Uh, and next, we also have t- Mr. Terry McFly in the building. So he's founder of longtime uh, lifestyle blog, TerryMcFly.com, journalist and former interactive producer for BET. We got, okay. Okay. Black okay. entertainment okay. in the building. Okay. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> 
so welcome <laughs> welcome thank you thank you i'm happy to be here yeah thanks for having happy us to have yes. you. so welcome to the ghetto ungodly space as we talked earlier we're going to talk about insecurities but before we do that uh it's time for monday uh to get messy with messy monday is with auntie mimi okay did y'all check out kanye west on jimmy kimball you know what i saw a snippet and I think it was probably the most talked about snippet. Yes. Okay. And, you know, Instagram's kind of my news. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I saw a little yeah. bit of it. I saw a little please. bit. Well, he just refused. He didn't answer the question mm. when Jimmy Kimmel asked him, you know, you, you mentioned George Bush, doesn't, George Bush doesn't care about black people. So what makes you think that Donald Trump cares about black people or anybody cares about black people? He just didn't answer the question. They went to a commercial and they came back and he just didn't answer it. So I, I feel some type of way. Like you need to be responsible and answer these questions that are being asked of you because we need an explanation. Mm. If you're standing behind this, this I think y'all that's president. the explanation though, ain't it? <laughs> you don't have shit to say. Mm. Ain't that the explanation? If you had something to say, if there was grounds for the support that you had, you'd be, you'd be open and, and proud to say it. Absolutely. Ain't no reason. But you're coming, he's coming out and saying, I support this man and love, love, love. But um, we Wearing need a hat. Yeah, the MAGA <laughs> hat. Like, we need answers, Kanye. Yeah, we're going to have to have a whole another episode on Kanye to Kanye even touch episode. the surface of what's going on. That's crazy, though. Yeah. That's a mess for sure. And then next, what we have on the docket Uh-oh. is this Nicki Minaj album. You know, I've been hearing mixed reviews about it, and um, I'm I'm not here for it. The only song I'm here for is Barbie Dreams. The rest I could throw away. What do y'all oh, think? Wow. She threw the whole album on? So I'm throwing the whole... It was all She's over the place. What do y'all think? I wouldn't throw it away, but it's like... I think it's dope, like, compared to her previous work. Yes. So it's like the whole album. Like, yes. you throw it in the car, the whole album, not. I'm not here for it. I tried Have to listen to it. Have I heard it in the car. I tried okay. to listen to it when I was getting dressed. Like, maybe this is too loud. I tried to listen to it when I was doing lashes, servicing my clients. Like, I'm just not. It's too long, and it's just a lot of sounds. I know she's trying some different things, but I'm just not. To me, it, it's to a me, no for me. Because I, I, like, I like to listen to an album as an entire body of work, and it's something I, in the last couple of years I've recently started to do. And to me, that that was what I was impressed by, is that it didn't all have to have the same sound. Mm-hmm. And with Nicki, I I tell you, the pink, some, I don't do that in between. I'm itty bitty Nicki yeah. Minaj, and that really, I felt some of that yeah. in this album. So I was like, yeah, okay, we get back to it. But um, yeah, I, feel, I, I feel like she threw some creativity with Barbie Dreams because yes. like never. It was like she took that Biggie sample and she turned it into like this whole female. Just it's like, like it's like yes, yeah, it's like Cardi B lit a fire under her and she's like, I gotta come with the yes. bars right now. That's okay. how I feel too. I feel a different type of way about that. I like that track mm-hmm. out of all of them, but to me, how can you pay homage to Big and you ignore Little Kim and you not pay homage to Little Kim? Like mm-hmm. that's that funny shit that I don't rock with when it came out. Like I'm a Kim fan, and you you can acknowledge one without acknowledging the other. Like let's keep it let's keep it funky. So I'm not I'm not That's here real. for her. I feel you. So yeah, see, I'm not I'm not usually a Nicki Minaj Minaj fan. Minaj, Nicki Minaj. Usually she be Nicki Minaj. No, um, but I really like Form too. Am I am I like a few songs on this album? I'm, not. I'm here for it. I'm, I'm not. here for it. So right. well, I guess we'll leave the mess where we want to know y'all. We gonna need to post that t- tomorrow. We gonna have we gonna have to go in we want to know who's feeling the new the queen the album. queen album and who's not we we know who's not and I that's me me at this point <laughs> I, I didn't like that she tried to be like beyonce with the surprise yeah uh, she was yeah, to like, push it back yeah, yeah. and yeah. then I mean, but who's not doing that? Like, I, think, I think they just late sometimes. Yeah. Like, I just mm. feel like y'all just stop trying to make it look cute. What's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who didn't edit the music like they were supposed to? Who, yeah. who didn't get to it? Who ain't, got, who ain't paid the Yeah, she was waiting yet. on a sample for the Nas song, which, mm. which is hard. But yeah. um, It kind of coincided with that other song, too, um, with the... What's his name? Six nine. The six nine. Oh and yeah. It's like the whole song <laughs> is about her getting with these little young rappers. Mm. So of course, like, you're trying to stay relevant. Yeah. Okay. That's sis, like desperation. Sis right got to stay. You. She hopped on the track with a pedophile. So let's. Oh, yeah. You know? mm. 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 <laughs> or her brother. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. What she said? What her brother? Don't mess with me. Don't mess with me. Right. 
but yeah that's um messy mondays with auntie mimi okay okay so the, to the next piece we so we're gonna last week we did sisters in business for our question of the week but this week uh because we're talking about a topic that is rooted uh you know and it's really stemmed from a, a my favorite tv show insecure uh we're talking about insecurities and so uh what i just want to know i think lately i've just seen such great representation in me especially of black folks like we're seeing more of a diversity mm. uh, we still got those same caricatures that we see but i'm starting to see other storylines yeah. and i think it's a beautiful thing so what i want to know is what character in television do you most relate to and why mm. or is there like a, a character that you aspire to be is there like a do you have a role model in tv right now mm. Mm. I'm going to let y'all ladies go first. Oh, <laughs> um, that's a good question. Yes, go ahead. Are um, you ready? Well, I don't really watch too much television. And I do when I do watch television, it's usually cartoons. I'm so weird, I know. So I love cartoons. I mean, everybody likes um, Auntie Oprah. Yeah, <laughs> that's yes. a good yes. one. So, Oprah. I mean, she always gives back. She builds schools, and of course, being a teacher, I, I look at that. If I had that much money, I would like to do that as well. Yeah. She's so classy. It would probably be her. Who wouldn't want to be Oprah? Yeah. Who don't want to be Auntie O? Yeah, have no Auntie scandals, o. right? Oprah paid them scandals off. Okay, I know Stedman mm, doing something. Stedman got some she little said, who, tapes I, out. No. <laughs> She put on those black eyed peas and that just gets him going. So, what is the black eye? Let me find the out. music or the, the food? Her making black eyed peas with Stedman. Oh, y'all nasty. Right. Nasty. Nobody needed to say hear Stedman. that. What's going on with Stedman? Okay. I thought it was TV character though. Oprah, not a character. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> it was a rebuttal. Right. <laughs> well, what's yours, sir? I'm going to say I will be Ghost Without the Infidelity. Oh, oh, that's good. You got to say that part because yeah. you can't have Angela hanging around nowhere. Yeah. They she just get on my nerves. Yeah, Angela. Really. That show like is nerves. making my head hurt. Yeah, I watched. I tried to watch a piece of it again yesterday, and I had to turn <laughs> a piece. it off. I would say my mostly, you know, it's probably cliche, but like I feel like I'm a mix between Issa and Molly. Like mm -hmm. I feel like there's parts that come out that it's like, ooh, that's Issa. Ooh, <laughs> that's, that's Molly. Combo. Yeah, I feel like I'm very. I relate to both of those characters. A lot. Um, mine's will be in my mind. I'm a drug dealer. Oh yeah, and I'm a thug at heart. I understand. I feel you. You feel me? I feel you. You were goon. Yeah, we remember. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is the the main character. What's his name? Off of Snowfall. Ooh. Oh, what is his? What is his name? Um, oh shoot. We all lose the point. We Franklin. Franklin. Yes, like just quiet. Just a thinker, like black enterprising with the drug game, and it's just like black enterprising <laughs> with the drug. <laughs> that needs to be a tagline. You need to put over makeover by Mimi. <laughs> like I love his character. Like I love his character. I love that show. That is a good show. That is a good show. Yes. Okay, yes. so we got a we got a good mix. We got you know even Oprah hanging Why? out. Okay, we got a muggle redo. It's a muggle theme. Y'all said y'all want to be Oprah and, <laughs> and Issa. We still muggles, right? Awkward black girl and Oprah, right? <laughs> Team. There you go. Gang, gang. Okay, stop <laughs> playing. We about to get that paper over here, right? Rub hands yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> and then we gonna go help the community. Is what it's gonna be. <laughs> that's that's what it. You gotta have both. Hey, Ghetto and guy. Balance. So we're gonna go ahead and jump into this conversation. So today we're talking about insecurities. What I want to know is what is what is your definition of insecurity? So I think it's good for us to all stop on the same page. What would, what would you say your definition of insecurity hmm. is? Something that you uh, it can be internal or external. Something that you're not necessarily comfortable with mm. and. Maybe you don't know how to, how to, no, because you can know how to fix it. Just something you're not comfortable with, 100%. I would say a lack of confidence, yeah. yeah. Hmm. I think you? the same, too. Anything that dampens your confidence, anything hmm. that makes you feel you are unworthy based on society standards, hmm. it's kind of like the thorn in a rose. Hmm. So you kind of have to, you know, roses are beautiful. You give yes. them as presents, it makes you feel good, but they need to be handled with care. Or you can hurt yourself. So I think it's kind of like 
That's a good. I'm a rose. I'm rose. gonna tell next somebody come ask me. Tell me about yourself. I'm a rose. <laughs> I got thorns. Okay. Watch those thorns. Handle now. with care. Right. <laughs> Cardi B said, "Be careful." Because I will <laughs> poke you. Okay. Right. Okay. Yes. Mr. McFly, what would you say confidence is? Confidence is just. I'm not sorry. Insecurity. Insecurity. Said, oh, I can answer the confidence question. Oh, answer confidence then, because so, I think they're very connected. Yeah. Okay. Well, confidence is just like you know feeling like yourself. And whatever you're doing, like when you're doing something, you just feel like it's something like, like I can rock this. Like, this is mm. me. Mm. Like, you do, you you just do some things and you just feel like it's natural to you. Yeah. Would you say insecurity is the opposite? Opposite? Opposite to make you, to make you second guess things. I would mm. say, yeah, probably to make that makes you question what you're doing is an insecurity. Yeah. And I think with this with this episode, one thing we have to keep in mind is we were talking about insecurity. So I think, you know, being vulnerable is important, right? In that process. Right. Last week, we talked about confidence. We're talking about confidence at the, um, you know, this weekend when we have our workshop. But, uh, it, it, you know, preparing for this episode really made me think about, like, what, what am I insecure about? Because I feel like I'm in a different space with insecurities than I would say I was a year ago. Right. So what would y'all say is, like, the top three insecurities that you have? Mm, child, if you got three. Teeth. That's why I got my braces. <laughs> yes. That was the main thing. Like, I feel like I couldn't smile how I really wanted to. Like, I had a high little fang tube up there. That little sucker coming oh, down. I got fangs, too. I got fangs. And so fang, now fang. I'm like, hey. Hey, yes. Got a bag. I didn't get the bag, but I fixed my teeth. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. You don't got me. Okay. Just the front. Just focus on the front. Yes. <laughs> what would y'all say? What were some of y'all insecurities right now? Maybe you don't have to have three. But I, I feel like do you, I feel like everybody I feel like everybody has insecurity. Oh yeah. Oh my Most goodness. Definitely. If they yeah. don't, they're definitely not. They lying. The Ex- I mean, straight yeah. up lying. Yeah. <laughs> She's lying. straight up lying. <laughs> Seriously. Yes. I would say like body. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you take off your shirt and you feel like if you don't look like the people in the magazine mm-hmm. or the people. It, that you see in the gym or walking mm. around and you're not good enough. Yeah, that's powerful because yeah. I feel like when we talk about body, especially insecurity, we always associate that with women. Yeah, And I feel mm-hmm. like that's a conversation that really needs to happen. Like, that's everybody. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I know it'd be some... Uh, Big Co- neck, cock diesel, cock diesel mm-hmm. men in the gym. I'd be like, damn. Like, so <laughs> I can only imagine, yeah. especially because I think there's a silent pressure for men, right? To mm-hmm. it's not something we overtly talk about, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, we all over here fanning and Daniel. Okay, he got a nice little body, Ooh. and everybody looking for it, Daniel. But I think it's, it's good to talk about those things. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important. Is like I think a lot of the insecurities we associate to gender, which mm-hmm. I think is is crazy because usually it, it's yeah. found in everybody, right? But, but you know, you fix it when you realize they can't wear half the stuff people who don't work out can wear oh, okay because you know they arm <laughs> like you know somebody like the rock the shirt. He, he can't wear a regular shirt he ain't gonna be able to fit no 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 fitted jeans he got wear spandex yeah. <laughs> he got that lycra like mm-hmm. okay they gotta yeah. have custom dress shirts okay Ooh, not custom blouses <laughs> yeah. custom, custom blouses <laughs> <laughs> their sleeves gotta be ordered <laughs> ordered Order that sleeves yeah. <laughs> I think so I think that's also one of mine as well um but yeah, I, I think that's it's not even necessarily people's insecurity can be they be they can they can be heavy. They can also be too too yeah. small. Mm-hmm. I mean, Janet Jackson took out a rib so Ooh. that she could. Janet Jackson stomach, did a lot. Okay, the stomach. You know, it's just kind of yeah. like yeah, she's so beautiful, right? She is, and I think that's a and that ponytail yeah. is pulled tight. Oh, I, I was, I was, I've been wondering how Janet still got them edges though. That's a strong that, strand. That ponytail, is strand, okay, slick, honey. Because I be like, come on, auntie, come on, right. Right. where where the BB Judy at? I feel like we need some more support. <laughs> I would say for me, um, I feel like where I'm most insecure isn't like. A physical thing it's just more in like my romantic life mm. and I think I've done a lot of work on that over the last you know six months or so but I think that that's where most of my insecurities I think have been most active recently were and just like the idea of like what you know you should what I should be mm-hmm. I think that's just it just mm-hmm. the should be like mm-hmm. the case of the should be like is there a person I'm supposed to be with should mm-hmm. I should I be leaving should I be staying like what is that balance between handling you know your insecurities and them you know being with somebody who may trigger them and kind of just like a lot of mm-hmm. different things around kind of just romantic life I would say kind of where the insecurities I've seen more recently flare up hmm. 
which I think is is totally tied to the show too, right? Because I feel like there's yeah. these different relationships that people have um, that I think are very relatable and insecure. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have like you have like the Issa where um, she's now living with her ex flingish. Mm-hmm. What would you call that? Ex fuck buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was like so. This idea, I think, when you think about when she met Daniel, was back in the day in college. It sound I think college, right? Mm-hmm. And she like it was almost like that guy for her that she lust after, and finally she had the opportunity to like Get take on. it somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then now this shit is just like all in shambles. Like mm-hmm. I thought it was. What did y'all think of last night's episode? I think they're gonna get back. When the episode first came on, I was like, "Oh, Issa, get it!" Oh yeah, spoiler alert, y'all. I really, I want them to like do something. Damn. I don't, I don't think they're gonna get back together. Cause it's like she, you heard it. She was like, "Did you know I was in here last night?" Cause yeah. it's like he's that was an insecurity. Like she couldn't even say like you he, was in here. I was in here and you was yeah. freaking old girl. He like, ran through a whole bunch of girls while she just sleeping there on the couch. <laughs> on so, the couch. Doesn't he have like one girl that he's seen? I think it's one girl. Yeah, but in the, in, I don't know if you saw when they foreshadow on the next yeah, week. He's yeah, he's he's telling her like when you're going to get out mm-hmm. type of yeah. thing. But I think mm-hmm. they're still going to, I have hope. I think that Daniel's very, I think Daniel has an insecurity with Issa. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that they will. Because mm-hmm. even like when she was trying to come to and finally have a conversation. Because the thing about insecurities is like they, they they fester, right? Yeah. So if you don't address it, I remember early in that episode, she was mentioning something like, I don't feel like I can say anything. Like, I don't yeah. I feel like I'm in this space where I can't speak. Same. Like, he's letting me live here. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times insecurities come from this idea that you owe somebody something, mm-hmm. right? So the idea that, like, because he's letting me stay here, I don't have a voice. And that's the insecurity because not at one point has he ever told you that you can't you stay here. Like, that's an internal not thing. Yet. Not yet, but even had you expressed yourself, like, it seems like he was open to the conversation, but then it also seemed like there was insecurity trigger when he went over his sister's house, right? Because he brought a whole conversation back to Issa that his sister planted in his head. And so it's like, there's just Because he didn't think about it because he's a man. So he didn't think about like, well, did you think about why she came to your house to stay there out of all of the, she had options and she did choose to go to Daniel. And Daniel is that nigga that's always there. He's always there for her. is mm. so and that like even her saying that like i feel like he reacted like yeah oh so you just came so because oh, one, first you can't you talking about i'm just convenient mm. because i'm close to work and then you're saying like oh well but that was her insecurities because she didn't want to be vulnerable but how many moment. how many places could she go to with someone of the opposite sex it's like it was either him or her Lauren, brother or, her, her or brother. molly not, no, opposite oh, sex. Oh, so it's like, you know, it, you're going to go stay with creeping somebody. up in Lawrence's house. Yeah. And her brother was having it. He said, don't be having your friends at my career. <laughs> brother had too many rules. He did. <laughs> yeah. But it do ki- you... Uh, oh, no, oh, it kind of reminded me of... Um, do you watch This Is Us? Yes. So it reminded me of how... Um, yes. with still with the yes. girl and, is, on her couch. Yes. What is, what is that character's name? Lord... Um, and it, this show reminds me, I think Amir. Amir, yeah. Oh no, not uh, that's Love Is. Yeah, Love Is, yeah, but, right. Yeah, Love Is 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 Amir. Yes, so he, I think that show is also a very relevant show when talking about insecurities, where you have Nuri, uh, Nuri as well, where she's mentioned that like she doesn't feel she feels small around him at times which i think like all of these things are like when you think about insecurities i think you know maybe the conversation where we can take the conversation is what do you think is there a difference between kind of dealing with your insecurities while you're single versus dealing with them in a relationship absolutely i mean they're still there but those insecurities are now inflicted upon your mate they have to deal with what you're not secure so you feel like they have a responsibility to tend to your insecurities Absolutely. What about y'all? Y'all think so? Well, I think I, there's a portion of. I'd like think like the whole dynamic of it, like like on shows like Love Is, mm-hmm. how you know it becomes different because like you know they have two two different career paths mm-hmm. on that show, and like he said, he feels insecure because she's shopping for houses and he could barely buy a cheeseburger. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know he feels insecure in that aspect, and then a lot of times she feels insecure because. She feels he's a dominant. Yeah. And he knows about books and he knows about these other things. Mm. So I think it's always, it's always interesting to see, like, I think 
kind of naturally sometimes we attract our insecurities mm. right we attract other people yes. subconsciously we're mm. attracting them you mm. like something in somebody but that person's also still gonna have their own thing absolutely but it's like how i think about that a lot because when i watch um love is i some sometimes it just scares me because i see nuri doing all these things for him and i'm like girl you got to be careful mm-hmm. because I feel like I've seen myself and my friends go through these situations with, you know, men who aren't tending to their insecurities at mm-hmm. all and just promoting them and, and uplift, trying to uplift them. But it's like, what happens to the partner in that process? Yeah. What happens to their love? Like, is that something, how do you keep that stable when you're both trying to deal it's with tough. something? It's tough. It's the love. It's, mm, yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> There's so yeah, many yeah. layers to that. It's just so many. And I think that other people definitely can bring out your insecurities for mm-hmm. sure. Or a lot of people can just tell you you're great. And you are great in some ways. But, I mean, you can always elevate. Yeah. And so, yes, she has a job in the house but there's other things that she needs to work on what do he call her a brat yeah he call her oh and she's indecisive in that show so So it's like she doesn't she can't really make a firm decision Mm -hmm. for herself Mm -hmm. and he always is making firm decisions Mm -hmm. so it's like sometimes you're surrounding yourself with people Mm -hmm. who are opposites and it's interesting to see like how that actually comes about but then once it comes into fruition you kind of see the balance in that at work because it's like where some things like you feel you lack, the other person can make is, up is dominant on that. So once you start to work together as like a partnership, mm-hmm. it's kind of like yeah, it starts to even off itself. Yeah. I think that's a good word. So I think I don't think all relationships are partnerships. And I think when you're able to move in that space where you're able to balance, because mm-hmm. I don't know, like, and maybe this is into a whole different conversation, but I don't know if like there's this whole idea, like there's this person like you dream of and like the the person that's meant to be, or if it's just really finding the balance that finding you can, the balance. it's like you can find that person, you can figure the could balance work with out. You. Yeah. Like, but in an excited <laughs> way. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I feel like that's what I feel like, you know, even going back to insecure, I feel like that's what Issa kind of battles is like, mm. Who is this? Who am I? One. Yeah. What am I doing? I don't feel like I'm enough. I feel like I get that from Issa a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel like I have enough. My life is enough. Yeah. So yeah. I'm trying to do these things to, to one up or to make better. But it just like the insecurities just Keep continue to mm-hmm. fester. And she's not dealing with them straight on. Yeah. Because it was like, I really, I, it would have been nice to see her and Daniel have a conversation about like, listen. You in here freaking on all these girls, and I'm trying to freak on you. So you know, or just something yeah, that's just yeah, like, can we I get? I think she's really trying to freak nah, on him. Do you? Do you? I, I, I don't, don't think, think she's so. really trying I don't to. Think so she had an opportunity and she turned him down. <laughs> yeah, so. and he. Ooh, to talk about an instant rejection. I don't right? think yeah. she was trying to get it with him though. He because he was trying to get with her, and she's like, yeah. yeah. So do you up. think it's like because in the same as what was a uh, Ruby in um. Love yeah. is, yeah. Where it's like you just want them because you see them with somebody else. It's like mm-hmm. you're thriving off rejection. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, little kids do that. I didn't even want to play with that toy till you picked until it up. Until you yeah. picked it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I didn't see that blouse mm-hmm. in the store when I'm mm-hmm. shopping, but you have it and you mm-hmm. in front of the mirror. I'm like, oh, that look cute. Mm-hmm. Put it down. Mm-hmm. Put it down. Right. Let me go get it. Let me go snatch it. I definitely it. think mm-hmm. people can thrive off rejection for sure. She's absolutely doing that because when yeah. she was with Lauren, she was like, you're not doing enough. And here's Daniel over here in the studio mm-hmm. and he's fine and you at home. So let me go over here and give up the cat. <laughs> give then, up the cat. Then she did that. It's like that's not enough for her. So she needs to figure out like what does Issa really truly want. So what would be advice that you would give somebody in that situation to like? What do you tell Issa? Like how do we cheer her on, or how do we just let her go to the wayside? Girl, oh. be by yourself. I think you spend some time alone. Um, go ahead. I think Issa has like a bunch of stuff she needs to work, work on, and she don't need to be worrying about what he's doing anyway mm-hmm. is because it's like right now she's just she doesn't have anything yeah mm-hmm. like she, she everything's yeah all everything place. it's like like you know last mm-hmm. season everything just fell apart mm-hmm. yeah so i think she just she needs to focus on how she can get back into building that yeah unless she of course she's, unless they were in a relationship but yeah. if he's just somebody not relationship with then yeah i feel like that's real like the whole idea of like finding self-happiness mm. i think that that's so important i don't see a lot of people do that like after breakups or after mm. something it's kind of just like oh i'm on to somebody else i need to dr- distract myself i need to do this mm. and then i feel like it, it's not that you can't build something with somebody but like the way that i look at it is i'm not bringing you my whole self right and i think that that's that's something that's very important to me after the relationships that i've been in is like 
I need to figure out who I am and how I can become better before having this expectation to just be around somebody. Mm -hmm. Because I think in that, then I don't even know what my insecurities are. I'm not even aware of myself to be able to, to call them out or catch them or work on them. And I'm already now dealing with your insecurities too. Right. So how are we supposed to juggle all of this? Right. Are you even making the right decision if that's the person you want to date because you kind of just have a body mm. and they're kind of just making, like you said, you're not really whole, so they're just filling that void. They're a placeholder. Exactly. And do I really even like you or am I just vulnerable and I I like you because there's something about you that I kind of, the other guy didn't have or did have that Mm. I'm kind of relating, you know, so you definitely need to take some time. What do y'all say is like a good window of time? Mm. Do you feel like there's a good window of time, or it's just like could be it different for everybody? Different and for it's just everybody. like it varies. Yeah. Whenever you're ready, honey. Because think- sometimes people aren't even looking, and then this person comes along and then just changes everything and makes you want them. Mm. That's real. But that are you like necessarily? Right right. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's, that's, that's she show. wasn't looking at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. I think it definitely depends on the person, but you, de- whatever it is, you need some kind of time. Yes. Yes. That's real. So what are um. I don't know if you guys are what, but I think most of us watch Insecure, but Molly and Dro, what do y'all oh. think? Do you think there are some insecurities that play with that Hell relationship? Yeah. So Dro is Molly's childhood friend who mm-hmm. is uh, saying, I'm, I'm still not firm in that he is in. This season, yeah, I don't know what this little half do. He got a little half fade, little half curl <laughs> with the part curved. <laughs> There's a lot going on in that head. There's a lot going on in this storyline. Um, but he, um, so he's supposedly in an open marriage and he's decided to be with Molly, mm-hmm. uh, who is his childhood friend. They, and they're homies. Like, I feel like they're really homies. But then Molly, I think she did something that I was kind of proud of in this episode at the premiere. And what she told him, like, I need to set these boundaries. Mm-hmm. But, but she wasn't holding them accountable. Yeah, he still crossed them. And she still allowed him to cross them. So, hey. oh, <laughs> I just, I just could not imagine being her. And he's on the phone with his wife and like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm still at Molly's. Like, I know she felt like the biggest piece of shit. Like, <laughs> even though it's okay with y'all, like, is this okay with me? And the fact that she knows, and I know his wife, she knows that I'm messing with him. Yeah. And he's just open with, like, yeah, I'm still at Molly's. Like, ugh, I would have sunk down in my skin. Like, mm. that's crazy. Mm, yeah, I thought, I thought that was wild, too. I was When she... When he was like, "Oh, I'm with my," because like, I, like, I swear, Whoa, last season up? I was like, "He don't, she don't, his no. wife don't know, his wife right. don't know." But I was like, "It is about eight eight o'clock in the morning, and he wasn't at home, so I, you wouldn't just spend the night at your friend's house, would you?" The right. weirdest thing to me is like he had keys to her house and everything. Ooh, when it's he like- came into the house <laughs> and was sitting there, and she came out the room, I was, I felt, I felt trespassed yeah. watching it. Like, okay. Do y'all feel like she was tripping for asking for her key? No, nah. he shouldn't have never had it because that's somebody's husband. Mm. Yeah. Like, so it shouldn't have never been that way anyway. But that's her boyfriend. But they didn't open <laughs> that marriage. Was, nah, that wasn't her boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, never, that's her boyfriend. That's, I never that's heard bad. that they, they were they, like boyfriend and girlfriend. I don't know, though. but I mean, what do you call it? Open? Do you have you have they a husband and a girlfriend? Op- or you just have open a, sex I mean, buddies. Have a, and obviously, it's no boundaries. Like how you? I'm sure you eating your wife box. So how you over here eating her box? Like Wifey that's cool just with it? like. It's, I'm a germaphobe. Like that's a lot being passed around, and it's just not okay. Yeah, it's a lot. Well, we I think determined episodes ago that Mimi is not here for but, open relationships. What I'm curious to know is like, so why you at Molly house? Who house is she the wife at? Right. Well, it sounds like Mr. McFly and Mimi are not here for the open. <laughs> that's why I'm trying to figure out. It's like, just a lot of questions. Yeah. Like, is, is, that's where Lawrence at. Like, what's going on? Is that on? where Lawrence at? <laughs> But I think I, I don't know. I think that their relationship if I think it feeds off the insecurity of comfort and mm-hmm. familiarity. So like she's familiar with him, but I think that's the same part that I, I do feel like I, I do believe that people can be in a, in a healthy open relationship, but I do believe that Drew is manipulating her because I feel like he, in a sense, is like, okay, we'll just say, figure it out what you want, but you also know her. Yeah. And you know that this situation would not be something that she she wants to be the wife mm-hmm. that doesn't not, the wife to the man that doesn't have another girlfriend. Like if we know yeah. if you've seen her, yeah. mm-hmm. so it's just like there's a part of it that I, I question their friendship a bit because it's like you you 
both are playing with fire, but one, you already understand what this world means from your standpoint. So I think there should have been some more conversation about like, maybe this ain't going to be the best for you coming from him. But he's a nigga. Yeah. And um, she niggas said do. She made it plain and clear. Mm-hmm. Niggas don't so, do. So I'm about to chime in. I'm going to chime in on this right now. I've been waiting for it. I've been waiting for it. They put the other headphone on. Like, I feel like, like, the whole concept of it, like, I feel like he's stealing her joy. It's like, because, you know, he's married. He's did all that and she wants that. Yes. So it's like he's he's yes. stealing her joy and he's occupying her time her for space, no reason yeah. at yes. all. Mm-hmm. So it's like... um you know, let, like let her do that. But it's, it's up different. to her to I think say she's no definitely because she's trying to get in where she fit in I at this point, just, and she's always going to be second. She at the end of the day, that's she's his wife. Stigmatized, like she that's what she's That's what it is. It's like that's what. And but the thing is, it's like so. You know, it, it's sort of like how you know on power on power, like mm-hmm. you see how. Ghost is with Angela, Angela or whatever, but it's like you don't feel that same way towards that when Tosh was messing with old boy because they both was married people yeah. messing around. Mm, so it's like if Molly had her own thing going on, it would be different. It would be a her completely different view of it. Yeah. Hmm. You know? But he don't no, but she's she don't like, have and I think that's what it is, right? That's the manipulation is that Molly is saying she wants these things. I also mm-hmm. think Molly needs to do some inner more inner work yeah. to figure out what it is that she really wants. Mm-hmm. Because a part of her really enjoys that relationship she has with Drew. Mm-hmm. And I think she enjoys it, but then she's like, That's not what it's supposed to be. So it's like again that case of the shouldas and what is. But I do agree that she doesn't have that person and he knows she wants that person but and this is the thing she she was overlooking that person because you remember she was yep. dating a lot yes. of times mm-hmm. and because they weren't him she overlooked mm-hmm. because he's familiar he knows her mm-hmm. he can say oh he can call up okay let's go out to eat let's go to your favorite restaurant because mm-hmm. we gonna celebrate you and mm-hmm. i just feel like i've just been really disappointed with Drew. yeah I, I just thought the situation she should have just stayed away from it in general didn't because it. it just didn't seem like something that she would really want mm-hmm. or something that she would really be even I think she's being empowered to navigate. I don't think Molly's in a space to navigate a situation like this. Not, Not to all. say that she could never I just don't think that where she was with life and her still trying to figure out what it is that mm-hmm. she wants and balance her success of her career with whatever it is that she's trying to manifest in her love life. Dro to me was never the option, the and way to go. Not with him because she's already had she had feelings with yes. for him before they even started yes. doing the nasty. So doing the and doing the nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like Dro is insecure though? Yes. What do you feel like he's insecure about? Hmm. I just wish we could learn more about their marriage. The, yeah. I just want to know but, more about their marriage, their situation. What I'm trying to figure out is like how do how does that make you feel as a a wife to know that. Your husband has to sleep with somebody else because you're not enough. But is that why he's doing it? Because I, mean, I think like that's the that's not the mindset. That's like what we perceive the mindset to be. But. Where he sleeps is home. Mm. So it's different if you going well. if you going for a quick you know you going to smash. You coming home. He mm. sure was making pancakes. He was, he was home. Like, it's like, it's like you got a whole wife and that's home. Mm. So it's like so. How do where does that put your wife when your wife is your home? Right, because your wife is also the one calling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He got a lot of time. Like you trying to date her, <laughs> smash her. I just, I'm sure you smashing your wife, dating her. What do you do for a living, bro? Because you never right? at work. Do we ever do that? <laughs> <laughs> he working all right. You never at work. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness oh goodness so what would you say like what is something that you want to see from the show mm. like something that you'd be like man i just would really love to see this happen in insecure i want to know more about this so the most interesting part to me about that episode was when Issa was in the bathroom Mm-hmm. Because you she know talk- she does her bathroom Did confessions. She have her space. She was like, there was no mirror, and mm-hmm. then she goes like, and as soon as she gets ready, then you remember mm-hmm. you're not home. It was so. It, it was such good <laughs> symbolism. Like mm-hmm. it was because it was like you. We was all ready to like, mm-hmm. oh, here she goes oh, on that little oh. barbershop mirror. In yeah. The <laughs> Oh, I thought the episode was super funny though because when they got the boxing in that back seat, he was like, oh. "No, you good? No, you good? How like, you just how like you rolling LA. up in her? <laughs> how you gonna roll up in her car talking about you good? Mm-hmm. I, I want to see, I want to see the guy, the passion, Nathan. I want to see him pop back up. So he yeah. is gonna, I think he is gonna pop back up because if you notice, he sent her that fifty dollars yes, tip, the fifty dollar tip. And, so he, and she he, was he, looking in that mirror like they had a connection. Yeah, okay. and the, the thing is like when characters show up and they have these distinctive 
faces that mm-hmm. like they're like, mm, like yeah. you want to see more of them. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna make another appearance mm-hmm. later yeah. on because like they not they don't use like actors that's recognizable mm-hmm. to yeah. play just regular like the big fat guy. Okay, you're not gonna see him again, right? The big the big man. You're not gonna see him again. Big man got beat up in the backseat. That's what do you think about like the even the workspace and I think you know transitioning the conversation there like what how do how have you seen insecurities pop out in the workspace or have mm-hmm. you seen them because I think we talked a lot about like you know in, in friendships or relationships but like I feel like work is a place where in my experience people's insecurities just be on red sometimes yeah. like can you turn that down please so we can yeah. work yeah <laughs> um I've seen insecurities pop up where another woman comes into a space and maybe she has a position and then even though another woman has a completely different position mm-hmm. you felt like you was running the office type oh, thing well and here it is this this battle of woman energy and it's like yo sis like you just a secretary fall back oh like, <laughs> well, i think that's a part of the problem you had the secretary here <laughs> it's like just because yeah. you were doing all these jobs now it's my job so mm-hmm. play your role and i'm gonna play mine yeah. but yeah I think once you put titles on things. Yeah. Because oh, just anything, right? Anything yeah. whatsoever. Um, they can probably think maybe you have too much of a high title and you need mm. to mm, you're not capable of doing it. Mm. So they can be insecure, like how'd you get that job? Who you know? Yeah, I applied for it and they told me I wouldn't mm. qualify. How you get it? Right. I think I've, titles I've seen that a lot. things up a lot mm. with insecurities. That's age, ageism falls into that too, because mm-hmm. you know, like a younger person could be more That's qualified true. than an older person, but they think just because they, they older. older. I would hear Space. that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The I, I get the M word a lot. Y'all millennials, listen, you don't have to do us like that, okay? <laughs> all the time. Sometimes we actually want to work. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes, not all though. I'm not gonna speak for my, all my people now. I ain't gonna speak for everybody. Yeah. So what do y'all think about Lawrence not making an appearance in? And I hear he's not really going to be in the season. I know somebody here is Mr. Lawrence Hive. Lawrence Hive all day. Okay. Ashy niggas. (laughs) (laughs) I I was rocking with Lawrence like during the first couple episodes. But then like toward the end of last season, he Mm. started to do some, I guess what you call it. (laughs) The threesome. He said he started. Yeah, you could curse. Oh, he tried to do some fuckboy stuff. Yes. So, you know, it's like, um, you know. I wouldn't I really think, rock with him at the end. I think any man that can watch this show and not say that Lawrence did some fuckboy shit at the end ain't being honest. Like, yeah. it just, it just, it, that's what it just, it was. It yeah. just, that's what it was. Because, you know, like, originally it was like, yo, yeah, go get with the girl that work at the bank. Like, no. <laughs> so, and then you so, got with the girl at the yeah. bank and you play and with her. Yeah. But uh, what, what else was he going to do with her? Yeah. Because, again, I think Lawrence was very insecure. Oh, yeah. I feel like for you to be able to be in a space where you can't celebrate another person mm. is, is it's, you in it's kind of like him and Issa switch roles mm. when you think about it it's like cause when when the season first started he was at the bottom mm-hmm. so it was like you know he was sleeping on Issa's couch oh, and he was right. working at Best Buy he went and got a job at Best Buy and then like all of a sudden he got this big job at the tech company mm. and now Issa's sleeping on somebody's couch mm, that's true and she, doesn't, and she doesn't have work mm. yeah and so it's like they kind of switch roles and like I think like I'm just envisioning that later on like Issa's they're gonna cross paths again um, and Issa's gonna understand him more because mm, she, she became was... Lawrence mm. Mm. her job is pissing me off by the way too oh with the like, crazy stereotypical like, pictures I cannot like, that was a great way to put we that got, we got y'all we got y'all in the white hand yeah right. good. holding the black hand we you got see y'all. The, the preview that's like well it's not racist she was like because, because it's my hand bitch <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> I think just in general, I think, you know, what you said was so powerful, just the fact that, you know, anything with the title, mm. I think that the idea of power, like, especially watching even power, mm. I'm just like, if we could just secure ourselves a little bit more, we wouldn't have to be doing all this killing because people be dying just based <laughs> off of somebody not feeling comfortable with themselves. <laughs> they I said, the y'all, power, they I, I, power is cool, but power is too violent for me. No, last like, week was crazy violent. This week, I'm yeah. just like with the drills. Like I, I just mm. it's the love too much. I'm like, don't show me off. It's too much now. Like. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah like, What I'm you think confused. of the lawyer I always knew he wasn't shit <laughs> <That nigga laughs> Always knew He, he is gone with the wind 
saying, okay. Yeah, I hate it when he was laughing. I'm like, good. Like, cause <laughs> I was waiting for Ghost to put him in the, in a, a, in a the bag cast, somewhere. In the bag. Yeah. Body him. I was waiting for Ghost to show up in that tracksuit. Go jogging. <laughs> I knew every it, time. Every time. He killed somebody. He <laughs> landed in the tracksuit. I was waiting for it. I think that that's just so such an interesting thing about where we are in TV. And I think... That's why I think, you know, having conversations about what we're watching is so important. Even if it's, you know, somebody dying, I think there's a lot of messages and everything. Even just how you loop that back to like, you know, being able to empathize with somebody. Like we're showing, we're seeing Issa's, you know, journey of empathy Mm. for the man that she felt slighted her. Mm. Right? Mm. And even in power, like look at all those different loops, but they're all really based in insecurities. Yeah. They're all based in protecting the ego. Mm-hmm. Or protecting, securing the bag, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, and I think it's such a powerful thing for us to really digest that, right? So there's so many, even what love is, and watching them in this blossoming relationship where they're both really not fully themselves yet, but they're trying to partner, but they're also somewhat envious of each other a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think it goes past just you know, just you know, kind of feeling insecure i think that they have a little envy for kind of the skills or the strengths of the other person mm-hmm. and i'm gonna go home and watch that episode and then i'm gonna tell y'all about it tomorrow i'm gonna, I'm gonna have, have to get to on something tomorrow check this show out yeah you love is love I, is, oh, is that deal it. yeah it is you've been watching have you watched that brian mm-hmm. yes i love it's based off show. a true love story yeah of, uh, um, mara brock kill mm-hmm. and salima kill yeah that's hmm. such a good show it's so well done like the way uh you know oprah helped it's just so well done like the way they do it and like because the characters even the fake characters you think are real characters yeah. like when they when yeah they do the, even when they because yeah. they have them as older as mm-hmm. a, the older couple and sometimes i'd be like y'all not even at that stage yet mm-hmm. and we're watching you we're watching mm-hmm. these things come and we're seeing such vulnerability from him saying like I was really insecure that right. she bought a house like mm-hmm. even just something or mm-hmm. he was like I felt like a child uh, in a room full of adults when she was working with the contractors to fix that and the other mm-hmm. and I feel like there's a lot of men in that space so we mm-hmm. need to learn how to be able to express mm-hmm. whatever yeah, that is yeah. because it's not that we can't we can't prevent you feeling that way because if yeah. you don't know how to balance a checkbook if you don't know these things but also you can't learn these things if you stuck on not knowing them right. mm-hmm. and why is it so easy to talk about it once you you have arrived right but when the process nobody wants, wants to, to right? talk about mm-hmm. it exactly because he couldn't tell her like no i've never balanced a checkbook before he was oh, okay and went on in the <laughs> right. no you need to pull up a chair sir right. you need to pull up a chair right. and we have to be able to learn how to do that with grace on both ends right like the person asking for help but then also the the person that's helping mm-hmm. because i'm sure that because she has these things she doesn't expect to have to explain these things or probably thinks i think the way nuri set up she would think less than that you don't know them in certain ways hmm. But I think mm-hmm. they show that there's this reality where two people from two different worlds can come together. Mm-hmm. And it's not always going to be pretty, mm-hmm. but it, it can be possible with a lot of patience and a lot of grace and a lot of taking the time to secure yourself and the other person. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, we all, well, we had a conversation right. today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So thank you both for coming out to speak yes, with us. We're going to get into a little Solar in the City next. I don't know if y'all seen the flyers, but... Solar in the City. I don't know any single dates. men eligible bachelors out there. Yes, in the Las Vegas Anybody area. Anybody at BET McFly? Right? right. right. Oh, Especially at BET. I'm going to be in New York. No. I'll be in New York at the Viacom. Anybody at Viacom, too. Anybody in New York. Speaking into existence. We need a head honcho. Right, we might need to try. We might need to take Solo in the city on a tour. Right, there we go. Right, take it on a tour. Because we ain't, we ain't finding yeah. too much in Las Vegas. Y'all dry out here. Hello. Right, right. Okay. Solo in the city is where we're sending Sola T on three blind dates, okay? We have extended the time where you guys can still enter. So go ahead and hit that email, getomagali at gmail.com. And she's also... <clears throat> she's on blk she has a profile listed there gentlemen if you guys are on blk it's a new dating site i was like black is a water company too blk they make water they make black oh i water. wonder if they make black water that you sip on dates. where are you from from new york you said Water. Water. water, exactly. Water. water. Well, what is that? What? Water. Where are you from? Yeah, where you? 
water. It's water. E-R-R. It's water. water. <laughs> well, here we can be ghetto godly in between. Whatever it is that you yes. need. We so, got water and water. 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 <laughs> water. It's black water. Black water. And it's black, for real. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. So she has a profile on BOK, and um, she's also going to be featured on tomorrow's episode of Girl Talk with Chrissy and Nashi. Yes, yes. From Make 5 sure to 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Hot 702.5 FM. Yeah, so we're going to talk some dating and all this other stuff. Listen, I'm, 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 I'm low-key excited and all the way nervous, kind of. Child. I just feel like I'm open right now. Like I'm in a really open station. This is a good time for me to be doing something like this. But I also know my panel of folks, and they gonna be putting some. It was so I set together. up the profile on BLK, and it was just so interesting for me to just be sitting there like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're not gonna have nobody when it's when it comes down to the people that I'm like, y'all. We got any I'm, dates? I'm being selective. Okay. Okay, that's good. You know, <laughs> I'm worthy of selection. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, make sure you know we'll we'll talk some more. Maybe I can do like a three things about solo this week. I'll do something like that so people can get to know. I feel like that's because nice, I feel like it's. Yeah. It, I feel like guys are, are nervous to they be are like intimidated. I I think that's what it is. Well, where start are you even even like when I go out, like where are you guys going to get the like, guys? I'm not going anywhere. We are online on Instagram. Right. We might, we we might need to it. have a um. <laughs> Uh, a, a mixer <laughs> 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 Mr. McFly we need to consult right like where your where friends you at like, like seriously I mean like where are you going to meet guys online I mean they're not always online you know guys stupid so like, sometimes <laughs> <laughs> they, well, they, what we saying I, is Mimi you need to have a yeah. sidebar conversation I'm, like, go I'm to glad the right you're here place. to speak, <laughs> speak on behalf of the black male community okay? <laughs> Well, yes, please, please make sure to tune in tomorrow. We're going to be talking. I think Chrissy and uh, Nashi are hooking one of their male friends up, but they hey. they said it's not a match. Oh, so I think I don't think we're compatible, but we'll see you tomorrow. You never know. Okay. Um, but I think it's still going to be an interesting and, and funny conversation. I feel like they got some some questions up their sleeves. That'll be a good time. So make sure you tune in tomorrow, <laughs> Tuesday from 5 to 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And as always, thank y'all for tuning in this thank week. OK, through. we really want to appreciate you for uh, joining us on this episode of ghetto and godly talking about she's got her own insecurities, insecurities. we talked we unpackaged a lot that you know i think we're going to continue these conversations mm-hmm. uh at our workshop on this saturday at the water bar lounge from 5 to 7 p.m so please register our link is in our uh bio, bio. of at ghetto and godly on instagram as well as on our facebook page um be sure to tune in every monday from 6 to 7 p.m on the hot 702.5 uh, fm and keep the conversations going with your favorite co-host auntie mimi and solity uh, mr mcfly and Mermaid Briar, thank hey, you for joining hey. us. Can I do a drop real quick? Oh, okay, okay. All right, all right. Make sure y'all check out www.terrymcfly.com. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Terry underscore McFly. And you could Google me to read my articles. Google me, Google, Google me. Okay. We like a good plug here at Ghetto and Godly. Be excited to plug yourself. Oh, oh. Add me on PlayStation too. Oh, oh. What you playing? That, what you playing? Everything. Okay. Oh, you need to play Grand Theft Auto. You get your co- cocaine business going and oh. all that. <laughs> Thank you. He said live in your reality. Living your reality. I got a club on there. I'll be laundering my money out. Okay. You know, yeah. We might need to be careful with you. <laughs> well, thank we need y'all. to go to community service project. <laughs> <laughs> thank y'all for tuning in. Thank you.